0: wasn't too bad. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, hey, let's kick this bitch off,
0: cabby. All right. Sounds good. Hey, uh, you been yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're off to a good
1: start, a little awkward. All right, far off, just, just a little. Hey, hey, welcome, everyone. Welcome once again to the Millennium Fandom. I am your host, Mike the Bubby Z Bubbers. With me here today is uh, a very good friend, uh, a fellow Star Wars nerd, uh, my friend, Mike Kappmeier. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and today uh, we're here because uh, we have been wanting to talk originally well, I shouldn't say originally, well, kind of originally, you and I have been, I've been trying to get you on the sh- on the podcast to talk Star Wars, but um, I don't know, it, it was after I think we found a mutual love for Ready Player One that I'm like, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. So we're here today to talk Ready Player One.
0: All right. Sounds good. But before we do that, hey, Cappy. What are you drinking over there? I am drinking Old Smoky Salted Caramel Whiskey on ice. Nice, mm-hmm. nice at a fresh eleven forty uh, in the morning. Hey, it's Sunday. It's all right. It's fine. It's it's, it's fine. It's past church, isn't it? So that's fair. Yeah, that's so, fair. Not that I went anyways, all but right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I am drinking Odell Brewing Company Tree Shaker Imperial Mango IPA. Uh, it's the first time I've had this, and I don't know. It's it's okay. I was hoping for a little more, like, kind of refreshing, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes you get from the sours, but oh, apparently it makes me burp enough. I don't know. So,
0: yeah, I know usually when it comes to summertime like this and everything, I'm all about some of that nice, smooth stuff, and it's like you can drink it when it's like 90 degrees out yeah. with the 100% humidity, and it's just like, okay, this will actually do. Yelp, crisp, refreshing, delicious. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyways,
1: dude, let's kick this off. All right. So, uh, when we're, yeah, we're going to talk Ready Player One. Uh, We're both products of the 80s. You're a little bit older than I am. Yeah, just a little bit. But, I mean, we both kind of grew up in that era. I mean, we're, how how deep into it? Because the book really focuses a lot on, like, the 80s culture. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like you probably had a lot more of that, uh, have an impact on you so I mean you read the book before you saw the movie right correct yes so what how was it reading the book for
0: you and like seeing all these things from your childhood it was actually I mean it, it was really cool of course you know because of course it takes you right back down memory lane and then you start thinking it's like oh yeah I, I remember that and everything so I mean even growing on up I mean we had like an old Atari system that my parents used to play and my mom was addicted to Frogger and stuff like that (laughs) nice and so and my dad he'd spend hours playing asteroids and all that so really yeah nice so yeah which was kind of you know now that you kind of think about it now a little bit it's just like damn my parents yeah they play some video games and everything so but um otherwise yeah I mean even just playing some of that stuff and the old cartridges and then eventually moving into like the Nintendo and all that and even just a lot of the pop culture you know i grew up watching a lot of movies and stuff like that so constant trips to the video store i mean it was sure. almost kind of like a weekend thing and all that so yeah, yeah and probably a lot of those movies yeah i probably shouldn't have been watching even at that age <laughs> you know but you sit there you think about it i mean the the ratings and stuff that they had back then compared to what you have now is completely night and day oh yeah for sure for sure I, i'm
1: you know becky and i always talk about that like when we were you know even our you know our nine-year-old when we were his age i mean we were we were watching predator oh yeah. you know what i mean shit like that like mm-hmm. you know like we first that was like when we first got exposed to like freddie and jason
0: and shit like that like oh yeah you can't get away with that now man well you know even just watching that stuff nowadays and everything is just like my god they did a lot of shit back then and, everything. Yeah. And, I was like, and i did not catch on to any of that at all until now and it's just like whoa and it's like okay yeah they really were partying and up back then, <laughs> yeah, and stuff, so.
1: <laughs> yeah man
0: um so you read through the whole
1: book mm-hmm. and then you want went uh we went together to the opening premiere of the movie yes what you, how did you feel about uh the contrast of the the book to the movie
0: well, the, the the book I definitely loved. I mean, because I was sitting there, I was going through it, and actually um, my wife and I do a thing or whatever that, you know, sometimes, you know, before bed, I'll sit there, I'll read her and everything. So yeah. I don't know if it's something about the sound of my voice or just listening to me. It just mm. puts her to sleep. Sultry, baby. Yeah. So otherwise, I, I read the book to my wife and everything, you know, as we go to bed at night. But, I mean, it was a page-turner, and a lot of the times, you know, she was like i'm getting tired and she's like are you gonna just one more chapter one more chapter and it's like oh baby and i was nice. like my eyes are rolling into the back of my head because i can't even keep them open but you know Sweet. but otherwise so that but i mean the book you know definitely loved it and then you know just like you you know we we're talking about all the references to pop culture and everything and it's just like you know, even watching a lot of that stuff. And it's like, you can play the whole thing out in your head as it's going along. And it's just like, so I already have like a picture of like, if it was a movie, what it would be like. Oh, and so, sure. Yeah. So then, you know, we started, and then of course, you know, you showed me the preview. It's like, oh, they were bringing a movie out and it's like, <sighs> yes and yeah. I, I get to see my imagination come to life and everything yeah. on the big screen so it's like yeah that's that's gonna be pretty badass and then um so then of course you know we watch the movie and stuff and it gets all the way to the end and i hate to say it and everything i was a little bit too judgmental and i was like i hated it <laughs> <laughs> I did, to a point I mean don't get me wrong I loved all of the graphics the special effects and yep. watching a lot of this stuff come to life and there yeah, was yeah. a couple points in there it's just like oh my god that's amazing you know when mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they throw a Chucky doll out of, you know, the out of a DeLorean and everything in the middle of a. Yeah, battle. Man. Chucky just goes nuts, killing everything. And they're like, fucking Chucky. <laughs> and it's, I mean, God, I was dying. But, yeah. you know, if I were to sit there and make the comparisons between like the book and the movie and stuff, and I was like, that's not it. That's not what I was looking for. Yeah. But uh, so, so okay. So what did you, what did you love so much about the book?
1: Because for the book, the book for me, it was, it was a lot of like the eighties references. um, But it was, it was a lot of the adventure too, because it seemed to me, uh, and I'm, I'm probably miss speaking and, and kind of going against my own words, because I want to say that it's a very original story. To me, it feels it felt like a very original story. And I don't recall, I, I wanna say at some point, I am gonna eat my own words, because I'm gonna be like, oh, that's right, I did make that comparison to this other thing. But it seems like a very original story. Yes. Um, and I was very happy to see it. Yes, there's aspects and stuff, and we could argue all day that it's actually like this, or there. I just haven't been exposed, whatever, mm-hmm. regardless to that to that point so far it seemed like a very original story to me and I, I loved it, but yes. Um, so what was it about the book for you that really had you hooked?
0: Well, I think a lot of it was, is the details that they went into with it. Um, the story of this guy and everything, it, you know, the, the, the tough part is, is that, you know, this was a lengthy process of something that happened throughout this book. This, the whole contest and everything. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to just solve this in a matter of a couple of days to where you know, like with the, with the, the movie portrayal and all that, it was more like, Oh yeah. You know, we just figured this out and everything. And it's like, they really rushed a lot of it into, um, you know, like two hours or less. Mm-hmm. And so they, I mean, of course, you know, when you get into the books and all that compared to the movies, a lot of the times it's always the detail and everything that yeah. they throw into it. And so even just the little parts or whatever about uh, the main character, just being in isolation for so long, sitting there trying and trying to get all this stuff figured out and to figure out this contest. And yeah, uh, you know, the. I feel like a lot of that was just kind of scooted by and everything. I mean, the movie didn't show that. This guy, he actually went into like hiding more or less you oh, know, yeah. for months and everything. Yeah. And he started losing weight and just the only thing that he ever did was maybe eat a little bit. And otherwise, he was in virtual reality the whole time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, I mean, that's, uh, you know, some of that stuff I felt, you know, th- that. Uh, How the movie just kind of seemed to rush it along a little bit, Mm -hmm. but otherwise, hey, I mean, even like with the movie and stuff, I mean, they they really put a lot of good stuff into it, so yeah. And and I was gonna say that, I mean, we're dogging
1: on the movie a little, little. yeah. And to be fair, to be fair, Mm -hmm. um, it kind of had it coming, it was kind of like meh, like it, it, it wasn't, it definitely did not meet my expectations yeah, for sure for sure but um it was really fun it was really entertaining i had a really good time with it i liked that that they they didn't do because in the book yeah you're right they've got they've got the the quest to get the key Mm -hmm. the three keys there's three different keys and three different gates they've got the quest to get the key Mm -hmm. and then you have the quest to get to the gate yes right as to where in this it was just like the key opens the gate because it's right there like they're all kind of crammed into one and then you get your clue like i thought it was a missed opportunity i'll i will die on this hill to Mm -hmm. say that they missed an opportunity to make it an
0: awesome trilogy where each movie was its own gate and key oh my gosh i think you just hit it right on the screws there actually right so no
1: uh you know the wife and i i mean we we talk about it because i mean she obviously came with us both of our wives came came with us to see this mm-hmm. and um uh you know it was it, it was kind of the challenges to get them were just kind of disappointing you know especially the first one the racing one yeah i'm like yeah I'm, yeah yeah but mm-hmm. it was still fun it was still cool um I could, we could go on all day about how how much the movie. I guess I don't want to say sucked compared to the book, but right. I feel I feel like that's harsh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's harsh. Yeah, yeah but but,
0: but yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, so. As a
1: standalone movie, it's a great movie and it's a fun movie. It's an entertaining entertaining movie. My big thing with it, uh, again, kind of what I already went on about the three trilogies and the keys, and but my big thing is I just do not like Ty Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw, like, when I first heard that they were making this movie, I'm like, "Oh, so excited!" I'm like, "Oh shit, I wonder who the cast." And then I see that they cast Ty Sheridan as Wade Watts, and I'm like, "Man, man you you know it
0: should have fuck." Put Jonah Hill on that shit. Dude, no, put you know. Jonah Hill on that, man. Come on. You know, I
1: don't know. The dude's got one look, and it's where his mouth is always halfway open, and he just looks confused
0: oh all gosh. the time. Did we just start talking about Twilight here or what? <laughs> I mean, it, so. Let's, oh, man, we're not going there. You're going you're gonna to start some shit now. Yeah, gosh. I, and honestly, I don't think we have enough whiskey for that. Uh-uh. So We can get more. It's fine. Um, mm. Okay, so. Again,
1: we're dogging on the movie, and I really—I was hoping going into this that I wouldn't do it, but it's
0: just hard not to. It's hard not to. Okay, let's sit there. Let's get out of the comfort zone a little bit, and okay. let's let's talk some positives maybe about the movie. So, I mean, there were those. Yes. I mean, if you can actually, if you've read the book and then you watch the movie, if you can separate those. Kind of like the same Like what you would do Like with The Hobbit The Lord of the Rings Stuff like that Yeah It's it's I mean it's good In it's Own aspect I guess So I will say what I did love
1: Was you know During the whole Through the book One connection between The book and the movie Through the book Excuse me How How much You know They make reference To the 80s A Monday Mean, mean stride. Today's Tom
0: you Mean, mean stride
1: And how, how much, you know, not a lot, but, I mean, Steven Spielberg, the director. He was yeah. the guy during the 80s, you know what I mean? Like, yes. he was the director. So how much influence he had in the book, like, mm-hmm. I, I, in terms of the content of the book and the fact that he directed the movie... Yes. had me just like floored. I'm like, that's just like so meta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, it is yes. It was brilliant and it was great. It was
0: great. Um, I thought I thought that was a really cool aspect. I believe I would agree with you 100% because, I mean, if you grew up in the 80s sitting there watching any type of pop culture, sci-fi or whatever, if you saw Steven Spielberg's name on it, it's like, oh, you know this shit's going to be golden. Oh, yeah. Well, it, nowadays it's platinum, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, back then, you know, it's like, yeah, this shit's golden and everything. Spielberg's all over it. So. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, one thing I really
1: appreciated, though, in, in the book. Um, I really liked how, uh, Wade, and, and there again, that was, it was kind of a, a missed, a missed opportunity, but again, Oh God damn it. Yeah. I told myself, I wasn't going to do it and I keep fucking
0: doing it. No, man, stop Get out of it. I know. I'm sorry. I'm stop. sorry. I'm sorry. now yeah, now. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I have to say like, I've, I've gotten, you know, in the last few years and I know I've mentioned this on a po- on podcast before. I've really gotten on this big, heavy reading binge, and I feel like Ready Player One was the book that kind of kicked that off. Ready Player One was was the book that basically got me back into hardcore reading. And so it just, it. It, it's got kind of a special spot for me. Not just because, you know, you see the references and they they make reference to, you know, some pretty obscure things that you're like, Oh cool, like he knows the thing, you know, mm-hmm. like Ernest Cline. Ernest Klein is the author for the book and like and he drives around in a DeLorean that he calls like Echo One and it's um it's like almost a spitting image of um of uh from the back to the future like he's got it completely modded out it's great yeah so uh but i don't remember where i was going with that. i completely lost my train of thought because i'm like Dumb. that tree shaker is good isn't it that tree shakers hitting
0: me oh gosh it, it's not even noon yeah, let's party. yeah that's true heck yeah cheers cheers heck yeah let's do this so mm. uh, 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 all right but no, I I will totally second that what you're talking about with um sit so there um how the, the ready player one kind of got you back into like this whole reading yeah. binge and stuff yeah. because you know i mean once you lent me the book and all that and i sit there i burned through it and all of a sudden i'm just like damn you know and I was like yeah i really enjoyed that and so yeah. it actually it kind of did kick off a little reading frenzy for me as well and mm-hmm. everything so i started getting back into some other stuff i mean i went through i read the hobbit again and mm-hmm. stuff and just uh, yeah i started getting into these stories a little bit more and of course course you know you keep throwing good stuff towards me and all that and (laughs) it's like okay you know i can yeah more good reading and all that so yes i've really been enjoying it too so yeah yeah Uh, Ernest Klein
1: came out with Armada, too. Yes. Which I... I, I Did I lend it to you?
0: Yes, I you did. And you read it, right? Yep. I oh. sat there. I burned through that. Yeah. It was easy. It was an easy read. Yeah. Actually, they, that one I didn't read to my wife, either, because, well, she was off on her own thing, and I'm just like, you sure. know what? I'm just going to roll with this. And yeah, yeah. I sat there. I did it, and... Actually, I think I read through that probably faster than Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so. what, was great, what was great, the contrast between Armada and Ready Player One
1: was um, Ready Player One focused on so much. Like It focused on video games, movies, pop culture, mm-hmm. music. Like, it focused on the whole gamut, basically, of the 80s. And okay, we should probably back up because for the, anybody who's listening who has right. absolutely no idea mm-hmm. what Ready Player One is about, it's about basically an entire virtual reality system that was developed by a game manufacturer who basically who, who passed away and then created an Easter egg game, like an Easter egg hunt in His virtual reality world where basically in this virtual reality world the entire world's economy it's like the biggest world's economy at this point because it's so popular so he creates this easter egg hunt and people are just trying to get it because if you get the easter egg what, what was it, like A $100 trillion worth of stock. Something you get like control that. over the virtual reality system yes. called the Oasis. You get all this cool stuff. And so people were looking for it for years, and eventually there's different people who team up together and are able to find it. So anyways, that's what it is. And, and the entire time, it's all kind of based around because the guy, the developer, loved the 80s. He loved everything about the 80s, the games, the pop culture, again, all that stuff so anyway yeah now ready pillar one for any crackling that you might hear right now my daughter is in the kitchen grabbing a freezy pop would you like a scissors here honey hold it up hold it up so i can no nope, hold it up so i can cut it ready don't move don't move hold still there we go can you, you throw like that away you look like you've done that once or twice <clears throat> that was a fortunate accident okay all right so but anyway, mm. back on task. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so Ready Player One it runs the whole gamut of eighties pop culture. Um, Armada though, it's it seemed it was way more focused, and that's what I liked about it. It was way more focused on just gaming. Yes, you know, and it, and not necessarily eighties gaming, just
0: kind of gaming in general i and mean like the whole the thing uh, the, as far as like just online gaming and, and how that has really taken off you know over the yeah. past 10 15 20 years and all that yeah right all right, right. And, and so
1: that's that's what i think really made that one kind of a better read it was very i will say this and this is where this is where i've kind of got a um a problem with it it seemed very flight of the navigator Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it was good. It was a great read. It was a very fun read, but it was very
0: Flight of the Navigator. Well, uh, but also the, you know, a lot of that stuff and everything, you, you know, the, I don't know if we really want to get into it too much to spoil it. There, should we <laughs> give a notice right now about spoiler alerts? Spoil- okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. alert. Uh, okay, yes. So, said. The, I mean, uh, basically the, you know, it, all of the, the, everything that was behind that game or that book and everything that was going on was based off of, like, uh, the video games, the movies and stuff like that, and how it was more or less the government they're kind of preparing us for, like, the possibility of there being extraterrestrial life and all of this. And so, I mean, it, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's... God, shit, I kind of lost train of thought there, too. <laughs> Damn it. Thank well, you, Whiskey. Yeah, right? So i have a, have some more. Yeah, I think I will eventually here, so I'm just about down to the bottoms of my cup there. We're gonna, I swear to God, we're gonna get through this podcast, and it's gonna be okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's eventually. true. So, and hopefully you might learn something, you might enjoy it a little bit, too. Hell yeah, so, hell yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Sir.
1: But, um, um, even more so, though, even more so, Armada, um, it was it was very have you re, have you ever read Ender's Game? Ender's Game. Yes. I have not. That that was it was almost a lot of the same. Really? Only it was it was very more militarized. It was it was more militarized and they played it off like it was um again, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um it was more played off as like there is there will be an imminent uh, attack and ki- and kids teenagers and i guess kids are being trained through the military to be uh prepared for it mm-hmm. right and so they take place in in these battle scenarios which basically they they play off as games as video games yeah but then later at the end come to find out no that like you were playing a video game but what you were doing was actually like commanding battle right so it's it's very again is is very similar so i mean it's it's a different take on the same kind of the same story Mm -hmm. but i mean i again i mean it sucked because you you see those similarities but i still enjoyed it i really enjoyed it it was still a really fun thing uh and i wonder if it's because of that because you there were still references like i don't know something about ernest
0: Klein seems he knows how to kind of get you Get you familiarized. Right, you know. right. So there kind of it gets you put into that place and everything. it's just like, okay, yes, you know. It, I mean, for us, you know, geeks who love to sit there, play video games and watch movies and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, he sits there. He totally draws you in, lathers you up with sticky stuff and everything. <laughs> and just all of a sudden, boom, you're there.
1: Can't catch me.
0: That's right. <laughs> so but i think and maybe that's what i was getting at before and how you made the comparison to, um because uh, a lot of that stuff or how you made the comparison about what was it war games or ender's game ender's game yes. yes so that i mean even like a lot of that stuff and everything i mean it it, it kind of it brings you into that so even if there are similarities to it i mean you you could sit there you could look at it it's like all right well that's part of the story and everything i mean that's yeah. kind of what pulled you into it and it's like this is what happened and the government sit there they got you set up with it so even if there are the similarities there i mean it's it's all just kind of tying you together and bringing you in and giving you the whole thing of like what if you know it's like oh, yeah eh. so okay now now
1: I realize we were supposed to do this entire podcast about basically Ready Player One, but since we're on the subject of Armada, and yeah. we'll, we'll come back, we'll come back because there's more I want to talk about Ready Player One. But since we're on the subject of Armada, by the end of the uh, the end of the book, did you not feel like, man, this is a great setup for a sequel?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I just I just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one. Well, uh, okay, they, because, uh, I mean, Ernest Klein, I mean, he's a good author. He knows what he's doing and everything. He's yes. setting himself up for some type of franchise type <laughs> thing or whatever. So, he's and, well mean, on his way. That's right. So Well, because, actually, isn't there going to be a Ready Player 2?
1: That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Oh. There is going to
0: be a Ready
1: Player 2. Yeah. It's supposed to release. Last time I checked, it's supposed to release in November. Okay. November. So, um... I'm jazzed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to, I would be, um, I'll be dead if I don't, uh, get it. Like, it's just, I'm either going to be dead or broke. I don't yeah. know, even, even if I'm broke, I'll probably go rob somebody. I don't know.
0: Well, uh, okay, man. So they, let's not start talking about how we're going to commit felonies here and everything and stuff and incriminate ourselves on a podcast here. So that's probably a good idea. Wait, that's why I have you around, Mike. I appreciate it. We're going to get it legally. The,
1: <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes,
0: I do have the monies, and I would appreciate to purchase this book, At these some. goods. Yes. <laughs> so no criminal actions are going to be taken in order to get good reading material. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> All,
1: right. All right, man. So let's, um, let's, tr- let's backtrack a little bit, though. Let's backtrack a little mm-hmm. bit. Let's, let's keep talking about, about the book. Um, yes was there something particular that you read in the book that, that really, that what, what was the first thing that you read in the book that really hooked you, that really had you like, I mean, anybody can just read a book and say like, Oh yeah, this is cool. Oh, this is neat. But what was the first, like, do you remember the first thing you read that you
0: were just like, I love you? Yes.
1: What was it, it? What
0: was it? Okay. So at the very beginning, um, after, the, uh, after he dies, Um, the the main creator of the oasis dies he says there he puts out like this whole video or whatever is going on and basically it's him like laying in a coffin i believe or something along those lines and they hit and supposedly like during this whole simulation when everybody's sitting there watching this he's sitting there playing oingo boingo dead man's party in it (laughs) And I'm just sitting there I'm like, fuck yeah (laughs) And so the whole time I'm sitting there Reading through this I'm just like It's a dead man's party (laughs) Who could ask for more And I'm just like That is so great, because more or less he did he, he kind of staged out like a funeral or something like that. Yeah, and he yeah. Playing this, and then all of a sudden, I'm thinking back to like Rodney Dangerfield's "Back to School," which is totally oh, like an '80s movie, and right. you know, just like, and of course, of course, Oingo Boingo too. I mean, they're they're '80s pop culture, <laughs> and so the, yeah, that was the one thing that really stood out to me in the beginning, and so, and that was the one thing that I, well, since it was so significant for me in the book and all that. Then when they did not do that in the movie, I'm just like, oh, Aww. missed opportunity. Right. And so I was getting ready to start jamming and everything right at the beginning. It <laughs> just like, uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't run away. It's only me.
1: I mean, so... <laughs> Oh, my God. I want to give you more whiskey, and I just want to keep hearing you sing.
0: Oh, mm. hell no, man. Give me them pipes. Give man, me them pipes, I'm Cappy. I'm telling you, man, that is totally not going to be good. Your your viewers are – you'll probably lose some viewers because of that. Nonsense. Nobody listens to this anyway. Hey, I do, so.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish – I really wish I could remember. I really wish I could remember what – because I, I read the book only twice. but um, Well, that's one more than me. Uh fair. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the movie plenty of times. The kids are hooked. The kids love the movie. Yes. Um I think and I think that's I think that's great. Um I really wish I could remember though, like what, what it was that had me hooked. I don't know if it was just it was probably a culmination of so many things, like how he references bat references battletoads, you know. And you even get to see the battletoads like mm. in the movie. Yes. And that's the thing, like both Becky and my wife and I, every time we watch the movie, we just there's it takes so much for us to not like pause it and go frame by frame and see what we can see that's just hidden because it seems like just about every time, every time we watch it, we see something new. Yeah, and it's
0: it's awesome. I love it. There's so many just little hidden nuggets in there, right. So, I mean, like with everybody, how you can have like your own avatars and stuff like that. And yeah. some people are just like, all of a sudden like, hmm, I think I'm going to have a Jason Voorhees avatar. And right. it's like, oh, that's totally what I would have chosen too. <laughs> so, I mean, just stuff like that. And then, yeah, th- there's just those little tidbits here and there, yeah. you know. And so I could totally see that. You know what? I, I almost kind of want to watch the movie again so I can do some of that too. Right. Bit. So just go back and look at some of this. And I like, what did I miss? I think, I think the first
1: point, I, I think, I'm pretty sure the first point for me in the movie, though, was when um, they were in the Oasis, they were in the VR world, and Wade Watts, his avatar, Percival, is walking, and then you see just off to his right, on the left side of the screen, is what looks like a zombie that's dressed like Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future. Really? Really? It's so cool. He's wearing the, he's wearing like the yellow lab, but he's like dressed like he's in the future. So I think okay. it's Back to the Future too. Yeah. Um. So he's dressed in his white lab coat and he's got the red the red shirt with the dual like clear tie. Oh yeah, okay. you know what I mean? Like yeah, but but he's like a zombie. Mm-hmm. So it's just like what the fuck? But it's like it's so good. It's right. so good, right?
0: I love it. I love it. And I and it's shit like that that I'm just like this is this is great. Man, could you imagine if there really was an oasis out there and everything oh, right about now? Bring it, bring it, man. I I know I know
1: I I did my um side quests uh, just a little bit ago on the on the PlayStation VR. Okay. And shortly after I did that, they came out with the the um Iron Man demo. Oh yeah. So you could fly. You can play as Iron Man. And I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I'll mm-hmm. give it a shot. Like, I already played... I did the ones as the Spider-Man. And I'm kind of like, the Spider-Man, like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, buzzing through buildings and stuff. Like, that's kind of neat. Yeah. But, like, doing the Iron Man, holy shit. That is so much fun. Man. That is so much... But I cannot do another game right now. I've got so many games in progress. I need to finish a game before I can do it. And... That's why I'm just like I want the Oasis right now because this sounds maze balls
0: like Heck it's just so yeah. much fun. It's so much fun. That would be a lot of fun. And honestly, well, I would need well because I actually was playing some video games the other day and stuff. And yeah, I've been having this gimped out shoulder and everything since I had surgery on it. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been able to sleep worth a shit. So yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it just blows. But uh, otherwise, I woke up uh, pretty early the other day. It was maybe like 5 o'clock in the morning, had some coffee. I'm like, I'm going to go play some fucking video games. This yeah. way, I don't have to fight the kids for a time on it. Hell and yeah. They ain't up at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, I sat there I when I started playing for a little bit, and I was like, gosh, yeah, I can tell I'm definitely rusty because I was sitting there playing, and I'm like, I suck. And well, what were you playing? Well, I was playing some Friday the 13th, and I was playing okay. – uh, A little bit of Fortnite, too, and everything. i got to admit, I've been kind of getting into that, too, with the kids and all that. So, yeah, you know what? It's a shooter game and stuff. I just don't build... Yeah, the other 50% of the game and all that. So I guess maybe that's another reason why I do suck because, well, I got to learn that other aspect of it. But but otherwise, you know, I'm sitting there going through and I'm, um, I mean, especially like with Friday the 13th and all that, you know, you either get to play as Jason or counselors. And so Jason's got to, of course, go kill counselors. And so a lot of the times, usually you play as a counselor and then one random person gets to be Jason and I think the one time that I actually got to be Jason, I was like, I didn't kill anybody. And I was oh. like, I am the saddest fucking Jason out there and everything. Oh, oh no. i was just, just like, really? And I was like, <laughs> I'm getting beat up by this one dude and everything with a oh. curly little afro and all that. Oh, and, no. Yeah. So That's it's, worse. Yeah. That's it's, the worst. I know. Gosh. I had I admitted it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should play a little bit more and all that. But, you know otherwise yes uh, getting into some good gaming and all that so maybe i can get good at it again so i have faith in you buddy Uh, someday i'll get there so hopefully you know uh, yeah hopefully we get there (laughs) i know we um i plan on getting um
1: our friend uh our friend joe Logan on here so we could talk borderlands three. Ooh,
0: okay so, and i know i just let you
1: was it the first one yeah the, the first, first borderlands one. Yes. so you need to
0: get on that i know pitter patter my dude yeah so i'll get that installed and everything and we'll sit there we'll get rolling on that and everything so hell yeah yes, right. yes. wow so. so complete side tangent oh my gosh but, yes but regardless i mean i feel
1: like that's pretty okay like honestly Mm -hmm. like in terms of like how we're talking because Jesus Christ the whole book the whole movie is based off of one big game exactly now um oh there it went this is terrible this is the third time now that like between us I completely lost my train of thought
0: you know what but the thing is is that we keep going and all that there is no (laughs) silence (laughs) I mean, we sit there, I mean, we can still keep it going and everything. I mean, we honestly, did. you know what, this, this is it, bad. That's a beautiful thing, you know, and that's why, you know, the, it is so relevant, you know, for doing this with Ready Player One because there are so many different aspects with it and there everything. There are, yeah. And they, so, you know what, we're just jumping all over and everything like a it's, couple of rabbits and everything. It's kind of
1: tough. Just like, yeah. It's so. kind of tough. Like, yeah, you can't have any one singular focus
0: because it covers so much I know so just, much it's like everything in there so but and I think that was one thing I wish
1: I could remember again what it was but i that's one thing I I do remember about the book was like how it, it didn't just focus on one thing it didn't just focus on music it didn't just focus on um like movies or on games like it referenced you know a couple of like sitcoms at the time a couple mm-hmm. uh, you know a couple of books like there there was more there was so much more I mean and Obviously, it didn't expand on it greatly, but it was still very impressive that the book was able to reach into so many of these things. And it just makes me think, what the fuck, Ernest Klein? What the hell were you doing? Like, right. oh my god, yeah. that you can like that—that like, that you're just able to get all
0: these things and keep them up in your head. What were you doing? Yeah, like, were you that nerd? I think so. I think he was. <laughs> I, think he was I think he was. I think he was holiday. In a sense,
1: that's fucking deep, dude, 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 dude,
0: that's probably fair. No, that's actually 100% fair. It, it could be. But, you know, that. I mean, that's the cool thing about this or whatever is that, you know, like you're saying that it just references to so many different things that it's kind of like it has something for everybody. It does. If you grew up during that time or whatever, there is not, I mean, there's got to be at least one thing in there that you can just be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Uh
1: I mean, uh, obviously it references Star Wars, but I mean, it references, um, I mean, I know the movie, uh, the movie, like you saw things from like Firefly. You saw, you know, the Serenity, the ship, Mm -hmm. Uh, it references Gundam. Like it touches anime. It touches like modern American culture. It just, Jesus. Jesus, there
0: is so much. I don't think Jesus was in there. I will jump over this counter and kick <laughs> you right in the face. Well, you know what? I don't know because <clears throat> maybe somewhere it's in all of those Easter eggs and stuff. <clears throat> maybe he was in there at one point. We should probably go back and look and keep an eye out for JC and everything. See if he's in there at some point. That's probably not a bad idea. I would not be in the least bit surprised if you saw his avatar floating around somewhere. With some nunchucks or some shit, you know. Especially right at the end, at the end battle. Oh yes, Jesus with nunchucks and everything, sitting there taking a Slurpee potion out of the out of the (laughs) cup of Christ and everything. Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That would be so
1: amazing to see. Like just you know our good friend
0: JC just rolling, (laughs) rolling with a bunch of Spartans from Halo. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Jesus, uh, Jesus and Leonidas together and everything, kicking ass. My gosh, Uh, Jesus sitting there pushing Leonidas aside. Hey. Can I kick him down the hole this time? Yes. Uh, (laughs) You can do that, Jesus.
1: (laughs) This is the OASIS. (laughs) I love it, man. Oh my god, that'd be so good. That'd be so Okay. Okay, so yeah. Hey, let's 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 touch on that a little bit. Okay, so say say the Oasis was real, Mike. Okay. Say it was real. Mm. And you are on it. You are in it. What would your avatar be? Oh my god. What would it be? Hit me. Oh, jeez. Or a combination, a combination of things. Like, I mean, I,
0: what, 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 hit me. What, what, do, what do you think you'd be rolling with? I am totally a Darth Maul fan. Yeah, I think I would totally be, I would be yes. some type of nasty Sith and everything with a red lightsaber sitting yes. there. And cutting the shit out of people. Yes. and stuff. So, yeah, Yes. It, uh. They're good. You Let the hate flow through you. Yes. So, but of course, you know, I mean, I mean, Star Wars, oh my gosh, yeah. We could sit there. We could get into a whole different conversation about that. But yeah, I think I would probably be some type of Darth Maul type thing with a little twist of some Jason Voorhees and um, yeah, my gosh, honestly, I don't think I could have the same avatar for more than a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep.
1: I, I feel that. I feel that on a personal level because, mm-hmm. yeah, like I, I, you know, um, I get stuck on one thing. I start playing one game or I start reading one book mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm absolutely this character. And then I read another book or I play another video game. I'm like, fuck that. I'm totally this character. Right. So I 100% hear you. 100%. So, well, what about you? Who would you be? Me? Oh, um. I don't know. I really like the idea of being a Spartan. Of a Spartan. A, a walking around with some Mark 4 armor and just being a total badass walking around with my battle rifle or my assault rifle. Yeah. I'm, I like the idea of that just floors me. But at the same time, I, I, I don't know I, I honestly like if I had options it would depend on my mood
0: <laughs> yeah that's true it's
1: like if I'm feeling really pissed off or just kind of angsty mm-hmm. I feel like I would be one of the um, uh, one of the whatever the psychos from Borderlands oh really where you just have the mask and you're shirtless but you're all dirty and tatted up and you're just walking around with this makeshift axe that's like just got gears for spikes and it's less you know what I mean like
0: yeah I, I don't know man I, yeah. I don't no, I don't know. Well, you see, that's the cool thing about the Oasis. The possibilities are endless. endless. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, you could be whoever the hell you wanted to be at that particular moment and everything. I mean, gosh, if I sit there, if I had a bipolar disorder or something like that too, gosh, I could sit there. I could switch it out every hour and everything. Oh, I
1: know. I know. And uh, like I said, um, I mean, I us being Star Wars fans mm-hmm. to the same degree, I, I feel like I would want to create my own my own special sort of uh, stormtrooper armor. Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, playing Battlefront. Like, I love Inferno Squad. I don't know what it is, but I love Inferno Squad. I actually bought the book and read that. Oh, okay. And, um, like, I just love Iden Verzio from Inferno Squad. So I'm like, I just feel like so much of me would just love that dark armor. Hmm. You know, or, like, uh, Scout
0: Trooper. I love Scout Troopers. I don't know why. I just love their armor. They, they do have the cool little visors and everything. They do have the cool visors. Sleek and everything. Yeah, and man. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. So. so I don't know. I, I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. So let me hear you say, go get your ride. Take her back to base. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> go get your ride. Take her back to base. All right. Perfect. God damn it. Goddamn mm. it. Cappy, you son of a bitch. What? I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, I that's you. fine. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. so, huh. Hey. Absolutely. Hey, cheers. Cheers. There's another one. Yo, bitch, my drink is getting a little low here. So how's yours doing?
1: Oh, mine's getting low, too. Mm. She's getting down there. I don't think I'm ready for another one quite this early.
0: Well, it is past noon now. That's right. Hey. Because now it's a different part of the day, different drink. You different know? drink. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: I don't have too much else. Honestly, uh, do you have anything else that you want
0: to touch on? Ernest Cline, um, hmm. the movie, the book, Armada. You know what? We never even talked about being an Ernest Cline avatar. So then you get like all of it then. Oh, my God. Boom. My blown. Mind oh blown. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so we can be an Ernest Cline avatar and everything and just get everything in there. So. Yes. Nailed it. Uh-huh. Nailed it.
1: So, right. no. <laughs> right. Well, um, I'm gonna end this uh podcast the same way I end all my podcasts. The more you know, now what okay, now hold on, you know, don't get excited. I, I am, Let's stop it. It's, all right, sorry. <laughs> Not, okay, so have you, Mr. Mike Katmire, come across anything in the past uh week, month, year? <laughs> That was the cat. Uh, yeah. a- anything. Uh, I'll enough- second that. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He did some of a bitch. Um Have you come across anything that you think um, that you have really enjoyed that you think uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast might also enjoy, whether it be a book, a movie, um, a video game, anything, tabletop, hmm. anything that you've come across that you've experienced that you think more people should know about?
0: Well, Yes. There's a couple of things. So the, of course, since Bubbers is almost kind of like my personal library, and he usually <laughs> store, you know, steers me towards like good books and stuff like that. He, you have actually sat there, brought me into the whole Thrawn series on uh, Star Wars, and so I've already read the first book, which was awesome. For those who don't know who Thrawn is and everything, watch a little Star Wars Rebels and everything. Now, if you have a hard time getting past like the cartoonish parts of it or whatever, whatever knock that shit off the stories are (laughs) awesome okay if you can and plus uh, with rebels they got weird looking lightsabers but uh, nice if you can get past all of that and everything there is actually an excellent story that can be taken from Star Wars Rebels even the Clone Wars oh yes new Clone Wars series ah yeah yeah, yeah. yep and of course since I talked about Darth Maul and everything he definitely makes a good appearance in there if you can make it past the first half of that season and get into the last half oh my gosh the story is phenomenal and you know the especially with the takeaways like you know I mean you just you hear from Ahsoka a little bit more and is also has like a little bit more of a twist with uh, Order 66 and everything. Gosh, I am totally getting sidetracked again. That's here. fine, man. That's fine. That's what this is all about. Oh, yes. So, yes, new series of Clone Wars, phenomenal. The, especially the ending and how they did it and everything. It's just like, yes. And of course, that'll actually tie into Star Wars Rebels a little bit more because, I mean, there's a little bit of crossing back and forth there and mm-hmm. everything. Um, But yes, between those and then reading the Thrawn series and how Thrawn is actually a villain in the Star Wars Rebels. And then you get a little bit more about his story and everything. And so right now I'm into the second book and all that, where there's uh, basically it's Darth Vader and Thrawn hanging out. So you got to figure you have the Sith apprentice and the baddest admiral in the Empire. Teaming up to sit there to go take care of some business for the Emperor. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So, and I, at least halfway through it and everything, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I'm looking forward to getting into the third one to finish it off with treason. Good. So we will see how this all plays out and everything. So, Yes. Yes. Nice. Now, um, if I may, a little um,
1: a little asterisk to that. Okay. Because there's kind of two Thrawn series, right? Really? Yes. There's one that was uh, written. It was actually when Thrawn was very first introduced. Okay. Now, both of these series are written by the same man, Timothy Zahn. All right. Okay. So, he he wrote the three that you were in the middle of. Yeah. Those were released just a little more recently, like in the last, I don't know, three, four years. But there was one that was written, like, back after Return of the Jedi really? filmed. Yeah. Like, after that was released in theaters, there was another three. And that was when Thrawn was first introduced. Still written by Timothy Zahn. And, oh, my God, that was great. Yeah? Those are really good. Those okay. are really good. I so, think you just picked my next trilogy for me. Dude, it's so good. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... Some of them are are a little tough to read. It's it's a little like, meh. Mostly because it has Luke Skywalker and he's kind of being a whiny Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm, A little bit. Not so bad as what I've read before, but I mean, he's trying. He's trying. He's trying to continue the Jedi tradition. How dare you talk about Luke Skywalker like that. I know. I'm just the worst. (laughs) Anyway, whole nother tangent. Could talk about Star Wars all day long. Yes. not going to do it here because we're trying to stay focused again. (laughs) Anyway. Man,
0: (laughs) it's 80s pop culture. It's all about Ready Player One. It's It's so tough. It's spinoffs from everything, people. Everything. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, Cap, you got anything more that you wanted to add? I love you. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. Perfect. I, I love you, Bobbers.
1: Cappy, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, man. Hey, Appreciate thanks for it. having me, man. We'll have you back on once you finish those Thrawn books,
0: and we'll maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it. Oh, dude, I would love to. So. Sweet. All right. Now that I popped my cherry with this first one and everything and stuff, man, you know what? This really won't be so bad and everything, so hot well, dog. I got to admit, I was nervous. It's fine. You did great, buddy. Oh, thank you. Let's do it again. Thank you, Whiskey. Later. Later. <laughs> Later. Peace.